Hey, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. Today, I'm going to be doing a recap of my experience at Victorian Dance Festival, which is also known as VDF. Uh, it was my first time ever there, and I was an exhibitor. So I'll tell you what all that means. And I just wanted to share my takeaways. There some, were some great speakers and some beautiful moments. Uh, and just really get into the vibe of these sorts of events. So even if you're not from Australia, even if you've, you know, you've never been to VDF or, or whatever, I think you're going to enjoy this episode regardless because I'm going to share with you some things I picked up on the day and also the benefits of being at these types of events, regardless if it's VDF or something else. Um, but there's also a little funny story that I'm going to share with you because something happened and it was just a bit redonkulous, but you know, I got through it and, uh, yeah, I'm going to share that with you in the show too. So stick around as I give you my experience and takeaways from the Victorian Dance Festival. Let's jump in. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Now, I am sitting in my hotel here in Melbourne. Uh, I flew in specifically for the Victorian Dance Festival, and I wanted to record the podcast here live because I didn't want to preempt it uh, or batch it or, or, you know, I just wanted this to be organic and in the moment and just reflect on the event as I felt. So, you know, um, I'll start with a bit of a funny story of how the day went. So, you know, oh, look, I wanted to make sure that my exhibition table was super fun. So essentially I was just promoting my um, coaching services to studio owners. So I went on the studio owner and dance teacher day. Um, I didn't go the day where like there was just students running around and stuff like that because that's not really relevant to me. Um, That's just not who I'm, you know, who I want to have like these conversations with in regards to my coaching services. So I was talking about my talent manager boot camp and, you know, showing studio owners how I can help them in, in, creating their own in-house talent management services within their studio. Uh, And that was really why I was there. I was there to, you know, get people on the mailing list, build my network, have conversations with people that uh, I want to align with and that want to align with me. And for that, it was fantastic. Like had a great day. I probably spoke to like a hundred studio. Like there was probably around, I think there was 220 to 250 um, people that particular day and it runs for several days and they've got like 
hundreds and hundreds that come through the doors each day. Um, but for that particular day, it was around the 220 to 250 mark, I think. And, you know, I probably had a conversation with half the room at some point in the day. Like they would come up to my table, we'd have a chat, all that sort of thing. So it was really cool. It was great. And I, you know, I, I got a lot of new friends on my email list and I was providing like free resources and, you know, PDF downloads and things like that. So they were getting value from, from having that conversation. I did also want to make my table super fun because that's my personality. I want to showcase my, my energy and what you can expect when you're going to work with me. So I brought, um, like I made some goodie bags up. So I put together, um, I had two sponsors for my body, my body, my booty, booty, booty. No, not that. (laughs) I had two sponsors for my goodie bags. So I had these little, you know, I don't know what they're called, like little linen white bags with my name logo on them. And inside I had like a little postcard that had like a QR code with a promo specifically for VDF participants to download one of my resources for free, which was my how-to guide. Um, and I'll pop a link in the show notes, guys. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Just for this episode, because I'm celebrating my um, Victorian Dance Festival um, experience, I will put the promo code in the um, show notes as well. So I've got a how-to guide to go from studio owner to talent manager. And it's normally $27, but with my promo code, you enter it in the coupon section, you hit the apply button, it'll actually zero it out for you. So I'm going to add that, guys, to this um show in the show notes. I'm going to give you that promo code. So there you go. That's my free gift to you. Okay. (laughs) That's my free gift to you. Um, so I'll pop that all there for you and then it's free. But aside from that, yeah, I was doing all this stuff. So I had these goodie bags and inside the goodie bag, like I said, was that QR code, but also I had a cookie donated by, like I had 60 bags and 60 cookies donated by, uh, Cakes by Mars, which is my sister, Mariella. We call her Mars. So it's Cakes by Mars. So she made these beautiful cookies and printed my like logo on them. And it was just really lovely. And then, um, I also had my, um, solicitor who has another business, which is called earrings by law. Yes. I know that sounds odd, but it makes total sense. She's, she works with a lot of creative businesses and she made handmade 60 pairs of earrings for my goodie bags. Oh my goodness. And they are so fabulous. She also provides amazing resources like template contracts, employment contracts, all sorts of things. And she has specific ones for the dance industry. So if you've ever been like, I don't know, like, and it's so much more affordable when you go down the template route, but she can tailor the templates to you as well. She's amazing. Um, her name is Emma Houston from Ready to Boss Legal. And um, if you use my code, I think it's Josephine20 or whatever, Josephine Lancuber20, I'll figure that out and I'll pop it in the show notes, okay? Um, you get 20% off the templates. So there you go. That's another bonus. See, this VDF conversation is giving you so much stuff already. So I'm going to pop that link in the show notes as well. Um, you can reach out to Ready to Boss Legal, Emma. She's amazing. If you need any sort of contracts for your business, she can help you. And if you use my promo, like I said, you'll get that 20% off, which is totally fab. Okay. So 
you know, I had these, these little goodie bags. People loved them. I also had like a personalized bookmark in there with my name on it. And, you know, um, all big ideas start with a dream was the, the thing I had on it with my, my beautiful face, my little face on there, which was lovely. But look, it was a lot of fun. And I had lots of traction because I was doing a giveaway hamper and all the things with wine in it and a coaching package and all the bits. So, so good. Um, people were just loving that. They were coming up to me. Everyone wanted to, you know, opt into stuff and get their goodie bags and get the hamp, like get into the drawer for the hamper, which Kristen Morton won. Congratulations, Kristen, if you're out there listening. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to say uh, that that was all a really good experience on that side of things. I wanted to bring the energy. I brought my purple pom-poms. I was like, you know, just bringing the love and the energy because I just want to have fun and I want people to see that side of me as well, even in a business setting. So then what happened was, this is the funny story part. So basically what happened was I wake up on the day. I, oh, by the way, the day before I'm in the hallways of the hotel, I bump into a friend of mine. Her name is Christine Denny. She was actually one of the speakers at VDF. And she said she was going to catch an Uber in on, in the morning. She also had an exhibition table. I said, don't be silly. I've got a hire car. You come with me. Awesome. So we, we connect in that way. And then the next day I go to get ready and I'm like, oh no, I forgot my makeup in Sydney. Now, I don't wear makeup in a day-to-day practice, but I definitely wear makeup when I'm going to, um, like, you know, do events and stuff. It's like being a performer and not having your stage makeup on. Even if it's light makeup, I wear makeup. So I forgot my makeup. So the funny story is, is that I rang her very early in the morning, like 6 a.m. because we were, like, meeting at 7.15 in, like, the hallway I'm like, oh my goodness, please, Christine, I have no makeup, please help me. So she provided some items and she was really gracious about it. And a lot of people don't like to share makeup and I totally get that, you know, like I totally get that. So the fact that she gave me a bit of foundation, a bit of a lipstick and a bit of eyeshadow was just really generous. And I was just really thankful for that because it wasn't even about looking amazing. It's not about that for me. It's about feeling good, especially when you're going into a situation where you're presenting yourself professionally, you know, um, I don't wear makeup on zooms. You see me on socials. I don't wear makeup. I don't, I'm not wearing makeup now. I'm going to meet a friend after this in Melbourne, like whatever. But for those sorts of things, I definitely want to wear makeup, you know? So I was really thankful for that. Although (laughs) I didn't have any powder or anything. I was using lipstick for blush. Like I was rubbing it as blush and Look, it it was definitely not the most perfect makeup situation. but that was really cool. So I had to, I had, I had to hire the makeup. I had to borrow the makeup. Okay. Now here's some takeaways and I am making this short and sweet because I'm going to check out of my hotel soon and meet my friend. And then I've got to go catch a plane back to Sydney. Um, but yeah, here are some takeaways. So first of all, we had, um, some really great speakers. The first one they had off the ranks actually was Lachlan Pryor. Now, Lachlan is a choreographer in residence at the Royal New Zealand Ballet. So they started with sort of like a soft entry, more creative um, approach. He was just showing, you know, his side of things when it comes to that creativity element and how he puts pieces together and, you know, storyboards that I suppose in his mind, all that choreography side of things stuff. They had Tiffany Henderson who was really talking about that from 250 students to 2,500 students. Um, 
she she runs um twinkle star twinkle star ballet or whatever and like she's franchising and does all these sorts of things um she's from the states so she's from america um but yeah it's the twinkle star dance program that's the one that i was thinking yeah so they had her and um i think that was an inspirational story you know starting from small beginnings and 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 really going forward from there they also had speakers on how to heal yourself and move um, so Zach Jones was there. You had, you know, others as well talking about those sorts of topics. What I found, oh, and of course, Christine Denny, she runs, um, two different programs, the Joymaker and Tap Attack Oz. She was there. She was a speaker and I actually overheard people talking about, um, hers and they were moved and apparently people were crying. I mean, I couldn't watch it all cause I was an exhibitor, so I couldn't, couldn't be in all the rooms at once. Like I had to sort of stay a bit put in the room, which was good because I got to hear a lot of the speaking and a lot of the action, which was really awesome. Um, but I couldn't hear all of the things. But I did hear about Christine's, which I, I I was a bit upset that I couldn't watch and see. But people were like telling me how they were crying and how she moved them so much. And I thought, wow, that's really powerful. So, yeah, so that's that's really cool. I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff happening on the day, you know. Um, yeah. And there was, there was other things going on too. I think what was really interesting was the think tank. So this was apparently one of the first times they've done a think tank. So the way that worked was it was called small group mentoring. So the, they had, um, different pods of coaches who bounced around the room and would do like, I don't know, 10 minutes at different tables. So they'd go to each table with a topic and then they'd talk about their topic and then that time would be up like 10 minutes, whatever. And then they'd move to the next group and move to the next group. And so it was like this really, it was like speed dating for mentorship. Like that's how it felt. It was cool though. Um, I did actually step in and have a little listen to a couple of them. Um, Kim Degenhart, she is the author of Fru Fru to Fruition um, and Kicks, and she's the creator of Kicks Arts Productions. I really thought that was interesting because what Kim's done is she was talking about like events and and all that sort of thing, but she's actually created a theater inside of her studio. Now I know that's an investment in all the things, but think about the amount of money we spend as studio owners in theaters. It is ludicrous. Like, so imagine if you have your own um, space, imagine if you had a purpose built space, like a black box theater that you could convert into like, even if it's a hundred seats and you do multiple shows, like, I don't know. I, I just think she was definitely onto something and she loves that side of her business. Now, like she's just created this theater recently and they're already running shows from there. They can hire it out. They use the room for rehearsals and classes as well by day. It's like, you know, you can be a studio by day, theater by night. I just think it was a really clever idea and it is something I thought about in the past, but I don't, I sublease um, venues, so it doesn't really work in my space, but, but yeah, I just thought, you know, even small, like I've been to other studios that have had like those little mini theaters in house. And even if it's a 50, 60, 70 seater, honestly, I don't know. It's not a bad idea. Now her seats, I think 175 or something, so, you know, you might usually use a theater that seats 500 people. And, and so that would mean you might have to do multiple shows, but it's in house. I don't know. I just felt like Kim's onto something there. And, um, 
Yes, she said it was quite the initial investment, but at the same time, she's now not having to in the future, you know, spend tens of thousands of dollars in a week every time she hires a space. So I think it's going to pay off long term. I really believe that. I think that was a really cool concept. Um, I also jumped into Jason Coleman's small group mentoring group. Now, Jason Coleman, you might know him from Ministry of Dance. Back in the days, he was also one of the judges on So You Think You Can Dance and all the bits, but he's now really known for Ministry of Dance, but he is a known name in Australia. So I'm sure you may have heard of the, you know, dancer and choreographer and, and you know, Jason Coleman. So I jumped into his group. He was really interesting. Um, I found that he was really talking about how to keep things fresh in your studio. Um, he was promoting his program at Ministry of Sound, which is his full-time program. And there were some regional people in the group that were like, hey, but that just feels like, you know, if we send our regional kids out to you guys, then, you know, doesn't that mean we're losing our people and they don't come back to us? So he had a really interesting perspective on that. And he was talking about how he's really supportive of others and all types of services that provide full-time programs because he said he loses students to other full-time programs too. Like it's just this revolving door and you can't stop it. But he also has programs that support regional towns, which I thought was really interesting where this, where something along the lines that like they can't actually leave to receive the benefit in the program, they can't leave their current studio. They have to stay there, but it's a regional outreach program. Anyway, he had some really interesting thoughts around it um, and I just found him quite inspiring. I think one of the key things he said, which was really interesting, and I think this goes for all of us, it doesn't matter if you're doing singing, dancing and acting or acting. I, he was talking about from a dance perspective, keeping it fresh. So like if you're still doing choreography from 1983, step will change, step will change, and you're not keeping up to date with the times, you're going to lose students. So you want to be fresh, funky, new. You want to make sure you're bringing in new elements um, into your studio to keep them engaged, excited, and wanting to be there. And I think it's really easy, even as a vocal coach, like you can fall into the trap of using the songs you've always used or using the music you've always used or the choreography you've always used or the, the drama, the, the Romeo and Juliet piece you've done for the last 20 years in your studio, like whatever. I just think, you know, it, it's a valid point. Like we say, oh, why did they leave us to go to the, the big smoke? Or why did they leave us to go to that studio? Maybe, maybe they were just a bit cooler and then like, and, and that's okay. And it's not even like, and if you're a strict ballet school or, you know, that sort of thing, that's okay too. That doesn't mean that there can't be fresh elements. So yes, of course, you're going to stick to the syllabus and, 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 you know, all of that, but there can be fresh elements. I mean, fresh can mean uniform, fun, excitement, um, you know, community engagement events, like, maybe bringing in a chore a ballet choreographer that isn't from your studio. He talked about that too. Like, don't be afraid to bring out, like outsource and have people come in for fresh, like to bring the freshness if it's not something you can deliver. So I thought that was really good feedback. And especially for people that have been running studios for a really long time. And, you know, you can get, you know, a bit stuck in a rut or, maybe even like just short on ideas, you know? Anyway, I thought that was cool. 
Aside from that, there were some really amazing giveaways, um, which I thought was great. I went up to the Studio 7 dancewear table. And if you signed up to their, I don't know, opted into whatever it was, their email list, you got a makeup bag, like an actual proper makeup bag and a pink pen. I thought that was really super cute. Um, I also saw, where was it? Uh, what were they called? Oh, yeah, ATOD, which is a syllabus, like, you know, they provide syllabus for different dance genres, A-T-O-D. Um, they were giving out like little lunch bags and, you know, like hairbrushes and lip gloss and stuff. I just thought that was cool. Made me want to go to them. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't, obviously it was not my bag with cookie earrings and like free resource PDFs and a bookmark. Of course not, <laughs> but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, you know what I really liked about the Victorian Dance Festival the most? I think it was the community vibes that everyone was really supportive. Everyone was really um, conversing with each other and really open to that. So I was just really happy all round um, with that whole experience. Anyway, I just want to say um, I've got to go now. <laughs> I'm going to go meet a friend. Um, but, yeah, look. I'm now going to be going off to, I'm walking around the hotel. You can probably hear me squeaking around doing stuff. Um, I'm going to be now next checking out the Teachers Expo in Sydney on Sunday. So I'll give you a little recap on that as well. I won't do a whole episode on that one because I'm not an exhibitor and I, I'm really just going to go check it out a bit. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see what that looks like too. Very different style event, but in Sydney. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, if you are in the arts and you need inspiration or just to keep motivated or keep connected to your community, these sorts of festivals and events are phenomenal and I absolutely recommend them. I, so that was VDF Victorian Dance Festival. Sunday, I'm going to be at Teachers Expo in Sydney. And then next week, I'm going to be actually emceeing and hosting for Oz Dance New South Wales for their Oz Dance Till Dusk Festival. So there's so much stuff going on in April at the moment in Australia. I just think, you know, get out there, guys, into your local community, whether you're, you know, interstate, overseas, whatever, get, get amongst it, find out what these major events are in your local community, buy a ticket and go. I know these tickets can sometimes be a couple of hundred dollars, but it's an investment. It's, it's an investment in your, you know, education, in your own self, in your motivational levels. Like I just think it's really important to keep inspired and to surround yourself with community and like-minded people and learn from them. So that's it. Don't forget to check out the um, description notes of this episode. I'll give you that code um, to get that free how-to guide on how to become, you know, how to go from studio owner to talent manager. Obviously, it's not going to be the full-fledged thing like my course talent manager bootcamp, but it's going to be an, it's going to open up the idea for you and give you some starting elements. And it's normally $27 and now it's absolutely free just to celebrate that VDF experience. So I'm going to pop that promo code in there as well. Don't forget when you pop the coupon code to hit the apply button and that will zero out the dollars for you. And I'm also going to pop in the show notes, um, my solicitor's, uh, details and that promo code there for those template, um, contracts. So you can reach out to her and get 20% off as well. All right. Have a beautiful day. I've got to go meet a friend and then I'm off to 
Sydney. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye for now. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.